0: Oh, and welcome into the Facts Not Feelings podcast powered by BZ Consultants Group with your host, Brooke Furness. Each week, I sit down with experts in the respected fields as we discuss how we can move this wonderful automotive industry forward by differentiating facts from fillings. Our conversation explore how my guests got to where they are today and how they achieve success. All right, let's jump in.
1: Do you find it difficult to focus on your customers and even your own employees as you're juggling numerous vendors? Do you have more meetings with vendors than you can count? And do their reports filled with technical jargon make you feel clueless and frustrated? Such is the story of Nathan. Being at a car dealership, he's concerned about his store's digital marketing presence and invests most of his time dealing with vendors to promote his business and gain more sales and market share. Nathan is busy handling reports and reviewing them not knowing what is happening on the advertising front and about his true ROI. Poor Nathan is worried but can't figure out a solution until he found BZ Consultants Group. BZ Consultants stepped in and was able to take the digital marketing vendor burden off Nathan's plate, giving him peace of mind that the best interest of the dealer was always top of mind. Being an unbiased third party, BZ Consultants always made sure to relay the reports in easy, relatable, and actionable ways so that Nathan could best utilize the data. Now Nathan can focus on what he really wanted the customer experience and growth. By being your digital marketing business partner, BZ Consultants Group will remove the hassle of trying to hold your vendors accountable and increase your productivity with the time you will now have armed with true data. Together, we make it possible because your success is our goal.
0: Welcome into Facts Not Feelings, where what are we doing today? We're diving into the wonderful facts and maybe, hopefully, not too much feelings of the recap of DMSC. And I was going to say dealer knows, but I got corrected offline in the green here room with my good friend Micah, that is D K S K, which you got a lot of acronyms going on here, Micah.
2: D K S C. That was it. D K S C.
0: Oh my goodness. Dealer
2: knows summer
0: camp okay <laughs> I, I i still try to get the voice back right now so for those who are watching we're, we're calling it like i think you called it we got the phoebe we got the raspy like the 900 numbered voice going on right now so for the most part mike i may just have to have you do a lot of the talking today because i think we're gonna get like 10 minutes in and i won't have any voice left.
2: Almost <laughs> gonna go from this to this.
0: Yeah. that's that's about where we are
2: got it got <laughs> so don't tough. push don't push yourself I,
0: I know. And we've already got comments coming in. Peter, as always, thank you so much for your support. Super appreciate it. Larry, hello and good afternoon to you. We've got uh, got Joshua coming in here. Nice meeting you. Oh, it was great meeting you as well. Super great meeting you. And always the amazing Ashley. Ashley What's is, up, Ashley? God, love her to death. Love her to death, and we've got and Nathan, Nathan is a very happy man. It's very true, Peter. He's a very very happy man, and we've got Don. And Don, I owe you. I owe you a phone call, sir. I owe you definitely owe you a phone call. And Russell Hill, saying, "Well, hello, all. Great to see uh, both Brooke and Mike. It's good. To, it's good to virtually see you in the comments here, Russell. So let's." Before we kick this off and do our our normal, Micah's been on here before, but if you have not met Michael or you weren't weren't here for the previous episode with Micah, Micah is not only director of sales with Vista Dash, you are a veteran in this space. You've been around for 20 years. I could, once again, we could do the whole like praise you, which I would do normally, like let's be honest, I'd probably do that anyways, but he's phenomenal. I'm super, super stoked to jump in with this. But before we go any further, let's get the funnest out of the way. If, If you're new to this, like I've said before, we want to share this. We, we want to get the word out because this these two events were going at the same time. and It was like the Solomon baby of like being cut in half of like, oh, I got to go here. I got to go here. And thankfully, I've got Mike with me. So he's going to report on on dealer. No summer camp. I'm going to report on digital marketing, DMSC. And so you can get the best of both words. So share this with your with a friend that you think going to needs to hear this. Tag them and let's get the comments. Keep on going with this. All right. So, Micah, let, let's. Let's jump into a little bit uh, about your section of it. And I'm going to rest my voice for a little
2: bit yeah, and yeah, talk until
0: us some of, some of your takeaways from Dealer, uh, dealer Knows Summer Camp.
2: Yeah. So uh, gosh, I could kind of dive into like what I talked about, but also like what the whole ethos behind the, behind the summer camp was, but, we're all used to the the conferences we got the conferences where we go to the hotel the convention center and all that but this right here was at camp blue ridge it was a summer camp and it was truly a summer camp where we had uh, a lodge we had there's cabins and instead of vendor booths each vendor that was there participating got to decorate a cabin uh, and offer up their their fun little theme they decorated it was a lot of fun but we stayed at a hotel and we, we were able to take a shuttle or drive to the summer camp where they had camp activities. We had amazing keynote speakers. Uh, we had vendor knowledge transfers. We had dealer knowledge transfers. Um, and then we'd take a break and then do a camp activity. Now think of this. You've got a bunch of vendors and dealers doing canoe races. That's now awesome. I'll tell you, uh, Jeremy awesome. from VinQ was there and, and when he he got into it, he's 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 canoeing away. And yes, this is this is some of the fun part of being able to break up all these intellectual deep dive sessions. But he's canoeing away, and all of a sudden, flips over <sighs> his kayak. And everyone's laughing. Oh, my gosh, she's fully dressed. And we start laughing at him. And then, of course, I think, you know what? I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. So I partner up with somebody and uh, we dive into the canoe and I, I, I push us off and I push us completely under and I completely flip the canoe soaking wet. There's a video going around of the entire thing. But but the idea is this behind it is we are so caught up in the technology and all the deep dive of things that. Being able to share this knowledge, but then have human interaction outside, not out on the strip where there's flashing lights, smoke and drinking going around all around you and a cacophony c- of, of, of stimulus that can distract. But instead, you are now able to step outside into a green field or surrounded by a lake, green mountains, and just absorb and take in not just the, um, the information, but also the environment. So yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> I got you covered on that one. Got you covered up.
2: Yeah, it, it really does. Your environment directs your involvement. And I think what we have seen is is in many cases for those that have like even from COVID that, that worked from home, that you are able to identify what is the what is the environment that it means that helps to contribute to your success. Your environment directly affects your involvement and so being out there being able to have this camaraderie and and do whether it be canoe race or there is archery they play kickball there is mounted hikes in be in between out short hikes that brought you out into the woods so and then this is not just vendors this is there's dealers here that are now having these conversations too saying hey this is way better disconnect than being at some 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 conference, so so, but we had knowledge transfers. For example, we talked about I was I uh, talked about digital marketing strategies. What what are some of the strategies that we have? And I actually had these little cards made, right? Oh, that so is so you, cool. So you've got like each table got their own unique card that had all these different logos on it, right? All these different vendor partners, all these different marketing strategies that you could be working with. But then I had everybody, uh, each table had their own scissors. And I told them, cut these up into puzzle pieces. Then once they were done, I had them shift those puzzle pieces around from one table to the next. I said, "Now you're the marketing director. You just inherited this puzzle. Put that strategy together. So we we go through this and we don't necessarily, maybe Amazon ads is the perfect partner for you. Maybe Facebook and social media strategies are the best, but there's not one single puzzle for one, for all dealers. It is very specific to what their inventory levels are, what their process levels are, what the process engagement is. So we had to really deep dive into, okay, so what is working? Then we had a roundtable discussion. We eat. I had four tables filled with people that we then had. Let's discuss what is each team, table got their own question. And I said, all right, this is your topic. Think on it. Figure out what your answer is. And now we are going to collaborate and share and find what the unifying principle between everybody's answer to these digital marketing questions were. And we had answers pop up like first party data, interested in seeing what they're excited about, what AI and CDPs are going to be doing. So now we were able to not just talk buzzwords, but we were looking at what the relevant application was based upon their marketing strategy that each of the partners that that were at that table had so it was it was a then as soon as we we're done with that we went outside and some people went and did yoga some people went and did a, a frizz played frisbee out uh, uh they played frisbee golf um so there is this this ability to be able to disconnect but in the process reconnect and in that reconnection to the natural environment it keeps everything in check we could spend Thousands of hours, which we probably do, talking about these things. But how often can we talk about them, think on them, meditate on them, and then step outside and disconnect and let that information absorb rather than going to the next session, the next session, the next session? Now I got to get ready for the party. Now I got to get ready for the dinner. Now I got to make sure I have enough space in my stomach for more bottles of wine, whatever it might be. Right. Uh, and so it takes a different take on the conference. And some of the speakers, I, I will say, that at this conference, there were some of the best keynote speakers I have seen in my 20 years in the industry.
0: That's amazing, and that that's saying something, Micah. And I I love what Peter just said up here because it's, it's actually something that you sent over to me. Peter just said here, I think it was Peter. Peter said, "Awesome engagement tool idea." And something that you'd sent over to me earlier here, and I'm actually going to pull this up here, was about play, and play is imperative to adult learning and connection. And everything yes. that you've just said here is exactly about that. That if yeah. we can and it's not that it's, it's uh, I want to be very clear, we've got two very, very different conferences and they're both yes. great. And it was just a very different learning style to say, hey, whether it's, we're knocking each other over in canoes, hey, we're, we're doing you know, crafts and Martha Stewart crafts and cookies and stuff, but very different learning environments. And so I think to what what, what you're saying and both what Peter is saying that, that, hey, there's different learning styles. I mean, that's something that for sure, even when I'm helping a client or uh, or helping a friend, I know that hey, everybody learns differently. It may be yes. that you're very vir- visual learning, but hey, you're you need to be more hands-on. So having that different take is so is so imperative. So I love what you just said there, and obviously it's coming through in the chat as well. It's it's, it's really really cool. Really, yeah. Really cool.
2: I, I, personally, for myself, if I've if there's a new product, there's a there's a new tool that's being that we're going to be utilizing. Um, if I watch a YouTube video to learn it, or somebody just says, hey, you just read through this guide, I'm lost. I need somebody, and this is the way that I learned, I need somebody to be next to me and take me through the steps and share and show. And that way I can see from their perspective what's important to them, not just this is the steps to it, but the why behind everything that we do with that new tech or that new tool. Um, I I think that there's one of the speakers, uh, it was April Holmes. April Holmes, she was a Paralympic gold medalist, but she became a Paralympic gold medalist, because she fell on on a train track and got a train pinned her down on her leg. And she was stuck under that train, pinned down for 17 minutes, 17 minutes. Now, when she's in that pain, she reverted to to, um, not just like tuning out the pain, but reconnecting with childhood to help her soothe herself through it. So she started making snowballs. She's got her leg pinned. And she's making snowballs because that brought her joy. And she's it's wintertime. She's making snowballs. And she's listen, and she started humming songs that are reminded of her childhood. And that play atmosphere can actually save our lives. And in her, in her words, it saved hers. But she talked about these train moments where whether we're a founder of a company and things aren't going well. Something is going bad at the dealership where uh, we don't have inventory or our salespeople are all, their CSI scores are in the dumps. We find ourselves in these train moments where we feel pinned. She had a doctor, when she was laid up, walk in and give her a magazine that said that was all about the Paralympics, gold medalists and all that. It was all about that. And in that process of being able to, to go through this train moment, she was able to then read through the magazine, find out, oh, wait, there's there's uh, women, men and women who are para-athletes para that are now winning gold medals. And she made that moment right then. She made the dedication that she was going to win a gold medal she for uh, for the U.S., at the Paralympic Games and there would never be any but any other anthem but the national anthem, the uh the American national anthem being played. So that was like her dedication. So from hearing their stories, now what are these train moments that we have? Um I know we're talking about facts, but we cannot discount some of the feelings that we that we have in this industry and those connections that help to propel us forward and saying, All right, this is that moment, this is that reset. Okay, how can I take this information and apply it? So there, there was there were some great speakers for sure.
0: And, and as you're going through here, once again, you're when you sent that over to me, I was like, oh my god! I actually went and looked her up. I was like, this is. Oh, there was there was also the uh, Boston Marathon. I don't know if you, I think it's called Stronger, where he lost his leg, and then it was just like those stories are. i like getting chills right now. It's just right. so amazing when when your mindset just changed and you're like, I, I'm not going to be kept down. Like this, I'm going to go forth, and I'm just going to continue to crush it. And how how that mindset really does just change everything, man. Because you you could just be like, no, my life sucks. I'm not going to go on. I was dealt a really shitty card and I'm just at hand and I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to go on anymore. And I just, and,
2: and that's, uh, and that's why I have this right here, right behind me. See that better than yesterday. If it's a bad day. You can, yeah, whoop, 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 there it is. You can, it can always be better than yesterday. So whether that's the energy you put forth, the sales that you are generating, whether it is a high or a low, it can always get better than yesterday.
0: And that, and, and and that's what that was like. You can always. Regardless, how bad it is, as long as you're improving from yesterday, I, I, I absolutely love it. The other thing that you had up here, and I'm throwing up some comments here real
2: quickly. Got a lot <laughs> I saw, of, a, lot, a, lot I saw of, a couple of those. Jordan Cox is my co pilot, saw that one pop up there. <laughs> got,
0: I was like, so, Micah, you're saying that you're saying that the 85%, you're saying that, the, Jeff, you're going to have to clarify that a little bit, buddy. Oh, I'm not sure.
2: I think there's another piece. So, Micah, you're saying that the 85% is. The oh, successes
0: oh successes in the, in the, there we go. The See, this is why. It, it, apparently, the lack of voice is apparently went to lack of oxygen to my brain. That's probably what's happened right now, Mike. I'm pretty sure. Not
1: a problem.
2: Not a problem. We'll, we're we're getting through this together. <laughs> getting,
0: so another person that had put in the comments here about about you uh, being a good describer, and so one of the things you put up there was about the ability, the value of storytelling is a lost art. But can be applied to multiple mediums and verticals. I want you to go into this a little bit because it's, it's like, I swear that so many people have read our notes beforehand. I'm like, huh. literally, we were just going to talk about this. So go into this a little bit about, about this.
2: Yeah, so there, one of the speakers was Beth Mack and she was, I guess you could say she was one of the counselors of digital marketing strategies. Or, and she's brought up, when you're building out your story, you're building out your campaigns and you're, you're trying to figure out who you are and what you're trying to convey, is uh, she brought up this thing called PIP decks? There is it's pipdex.com, and this is this was a great uh, tool that she shared. Basically, what they are they're cards that have themes, questions, and it it's used to help build out that format of what is the story, whether it's a story of your brand as a dealership, who are we. Are we family-owned? What's the story that goes behind the family that's owned it and and has built it up? Are we a new uh, first-gen, second-gen, third-gen? What is it about what you're doing that's unique in your marketplace? And how can you build out that story that's going to resonate with people? Now, it's not just about... Creating that story, but utilizing these pip decks to create the story, then that can be applied to different mediums because different mediums are going to resonate with different groups of people where that's where we can tap into the feelings a little bit more. Right. So how do we engage based upon the medium with that story and have a consistent story, but it's unique to each and every uh, medium. So, um, one of the things that she brought up is not just using that, customizing, creating it, and using and getting really good at prompts with AI. That was another piece that really resonated. It's not just ask, not just learning how to ask chat GPT questions, but learning how to prompt properly and take it to the next level. Um, so, it's not just about creating, hey, how can I create an email, a follow up email? <laughs> All right. So now, How do you create that story? I want to create a story based upon uh, the dealership. This is some of the basic stats. Now, format this into a conversational or turn this into a different format and change it up. And so being able to identify how to do some deep dive prompts for ChatGPT, but utilizing stuff like pip cards to guide that outline is an amazing tool.
0: And, and I will dive into on the DMS, DMS, DMSC side a little bit about there the you got AI it. portion is, and I'll get that in a little bit here. One thing as well is that you, uh, actually, while you take a drink here, I am going to dive into that portion here on the, I'll go on now, I'll say the buzzword bingo one. So when mm. it comes to whether, you know, what is your plan for when you're incorporating technologies like CDP, AI, and chat GPT, have you actually evaluated the effects on your team and processes? And the potential to disrupt the customer journey and so what was interesting about that angus fox and i were sitting and talking about a lot of different things and you get angus and i in a room together it's kind of a scary 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 thought sometimes but in particular we we're talking about chat gpt and he was present him and uh, zach billings were presenting on it and as we were talking about it the next morning they were presenting and that night chat gpt looked like something the next morning they'd added a whole bunch of plugins he's like well This just goes to prove like you you can't just constantly rely on something and think it's not going to change, which then will lead into another portion I've got on here. But with that, what are you thinking the long-term effects of it? Have you thought about the legal ramifications of it? Because while I use ChatGPT all the time, I love it. I also know there's a lane uh, with which it uh, resides. If I'm asking it to do certain things that it can't do, I'm going to be disappointed. If I'm just going to let it run wild, there's going to be some massive legal ramifications for that because it's just an AI tool. And the prompts are so, so key. Like, I have another tool that are just for prompts because I, I, well, I can do a good job. The prompts are ever evolving. And I think that sometimes we forget that it's a predictive text, just like, and Angus and Zach did a very good job explaining this. Just as like in our phones, we have auto text, it's just like a super, super fancy, uh, extravagant predict text. And so while I can do, I can put something in there, I might get the same response three different times. I'm like, but it's this. I, the prompt hasn't changed. I'm asking something completely different. Why is that? Well, it's the predictive test. So I go back to all this. Well, there's all these buzzwords are like, slow down. I and mean, I'll get into more of this, but I wanted to make sure you could get a drink there for as you've been oh, carrying that. the carrying the I, show here for a hot second here. So I, I super I'd appreciate it. I'd
2: hate to have that. my voice end up like yours. I'm, oh, so man. It's, okay. it, it's
0: been bad. It's been bad. like, trying to send videos to you. I'm like, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. so I, uh, yeah, 100% on that one. We've got Ashley saying here, there's so much. Uh, there is so much that most haven't unleashed with ChatGPT, and that yeah. we've only touched the, the tip of the iceberg with it. And so, yes, Ashley, you're right? That pronouns are the most important key factor of using ChatGPT properly and professionally. Uh, change is inevitable. How our dealers hate change? some some st- don't a lot do but some don't um and we've got apparently jordan jeff is your hero so i, I feel we like go. we need to have like the hero song going on there but he's <laughs> but he is second to brooke oh uh, thank you thank you very much so, so going on here a couple more of these and then like i said we want i want to make sure we talk about uh, dealer knows, and then like i said we'll, we'll segue here into a minute here yep. with dmsc the other one that i i saw that you put on here there's a quite, I, I loved all the ones that you were sending. I'm like, God, oh, these are so good. These are so good. Was the vendor tug of war one. So yeah. I, do you mind talking about that a little bit here? Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things what
2: ending uh, ended up was a literal tug of war. It was not just, it was not just a, uh, a concept. We literally had vendor against vendor in a tug of war, rope in the open, in the quad area. But when you really start looking at what that exercise showed, yes, it was a bunch of friends. And this is the great thing about when you find the right participants in a conference is that they are... Going, they're 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 happy to share to maybe embarrass themselves because they know that this is all about just it's about that human connection so there was a tug of war vendors against vendors so it was oh gosh who was it was i think it was like search md versus i think uh, dealer teamwork so there's a, and there's a bunch of them that was great i think true car was there versus oh can't remember exactly who they went against but but it was like back and forth but what what we realized and what this exercise showed is that yes there is a lot of vendors in our space and they are fighting for their place within that dealership however when you find the right partner mix they may be pulling, but it might not. It's not necessarily about pulling to win. It's pulling to better everything that's going on. So some guys tied that rope around their waist and just dug in and they tried to, to tried to scurry and it didn't work out really well for some. But for others it did. So it's these it's these games, it's that play that was able once again to be able to resurface. All right, let's put the vendors head to head. And it was it was that aspect of that was a little bit different rather than, Hey, let's go up there and have a, a pitch tank battle off. Right. It wasn't about that. It was about what are we sharing? What's the knowledge transfer. And in that case, that knowledge transfer benefited everyone in the room. For example, we had a, a gentleman, Dave Hudson, Dave Hudson productions. He does, does professional video. He's a director, producer. Um, and he went up on stage They're, Remember we don't have a, we don't have a projector. There's no wifi. you so had no you- Wi-Fi no Wi-Fi for these presentations. So you're not going live to websites. You are trading. You are educating. This is tapping into pieces of paper, cardboard, and scissors. This is how, this shows, it puts that ability to challenge yourself to be a trainer, and educator, rather than just a keynoter that's trying to sell a product on a stage. So Dave Hudson said, hey, I'm going to show you exactly what you can do utilizing your phone. And he took us step-by-step, took us through notes. This is the mic you should get. This is the software you should invest in. It's all on the phone. These are the apps. This is what you can do. Make sure the lighting is on the side rather than this. And he walked us through how to create and direct a television commercial for the dealership right there. How to create prompts for scripts through chat GPT for that so that you have your scripts and outlines all laid out. And so it was, it was that type of knowledge transfer that from a tug of war to a knowledge transfer that we're able to really get that full picture of what's the ethos and what's the, what's the true purpose behind summer camp.
0: So uh, you're telling me that video equipment and editing, and I I love also when you love to set because this is something that I learned really on, but the first time around, but like the second time around when I started opening my company, I thought I had to have everything. I had to have all of these shiny tools. I had to throw it on, and I go, "No, you don't. Like, just buy. It. Like you said, your your phone is most phones shooting 4K. You don't need yeah. all the fancy equipment. Now, if you're blessed to have that with a company that has that, that's phenomenal. But you don't. You really don't have to have that. So, video equipment and editing doesn't need to cost thousands. You can accomplish so much with hundreds and someone who wants to see you succeed. I yeah. love that because if you, we, we need to scream out more and more from the mountaintops. What is TikTok? TikTok is like this right here. It, it's shooting from your phone. It's very rarely do you see. I mean, some people can, but it, it's such raw footage. It's great. So I, I yeah. love that you put that in there. And then Ashley St. Grace Scott shared at the CXO summit, uh, summit, his guide of prompts, and it was so helpful. Layers needed. It's not one and done. No, you, you got to keep asking questions. Got to keep asking questions. And one of the, the, the last things that you saw in here is the ability to, if you've got clients, and if you help those clients and have, have that ripple effect that you put in there. So I'm going to throw up this, this screen here real quickly, and then we'll trans- transition over to DMSC here. The, the, uh, what is it here? Help and educate.
2: The yeah, true so- professional ones. Yeah, so two professionals with 6,000 clients take the time to help and educate and knowledge transfer to those with six clients. So this, uh, there's a friend of mine, Stephen Moore, um, who has got a startup. And Stephen Moore uh, has been a, a friend of mine for, for quite some time now, um, and we're close. And he was able to sit with a uh, founder of a company that sat down and took the time. What is your business? What is your value proposition? What is it you do? And these are the steps to how how to help you scale. So it wasn't just, and this is where I think like vendors, sometimes they butt heads because they're not willing to give up that secret sauce into their success and their growth. But it's at opportunities like this where you could see a founder sitting with another founder and going through. This is what it's going to take. These are the highs and lows. This is where you'll see better than yesterday moments. This is where you might be stuck in one of those train moments where you're not growing at the pace that you want, but it's just a season. This is how you can break out of it. So th- there, were, there were very successful founders and CEOs that were at uh, at dealer no summer camp and they were willing to sit down with those new to the business fresh and and help transfer that knowledge so that they could find that success as well and once again i think that shouts back to i think peter said uh success is a mindset and that's 100 what it is is if you believe that you're successful and you hit those goals that you set for yourself you are a success now it's just a matter of what's your next goal what's your next mountaintop what is the next hill you're going to climb and once again it, the, it can get lost in the hustle and bustle of Vegas when all of a sudden you go from one to the next. But when you hear those conversations, you step outside and see literal mountaintops. That really starts to sink in.
0: Transition over to DMSC. Yes. And, uh, Mike, and Mike, I know that you've been there. I, this is, might be one of the first ones you've missed. Or I, I won't say missed, the first one you haven't been to in a while. And the first also, it hasn't been in Napa. It's always, it's usually in Napa. Yeah. So we're in Austin. You've got your team up here right now, just this rocking it and killing it up here. They did a phenomenal job, and I had the pleasure to do live interviews at the Vista Dash Dealer Build, and and we'll t- as Vista Dash and Dealer Build announced that you all acquired a CRM called OpLogic. Now, that, that's when yes. we get to it as well. But it was, it was a couple things. But before I get into the takeaways here, it was. I'll say as well is that it was much bigger. I also like the fact that there wasn't a two-hour drive to Napa. That was really, really nice. <laughs> I was definitely a big fan of that one, and a couple of things on that one as well. Why there was a bigger crowd, which is always nice. And of course, we got to show off the chase. Definitely, always oh, gotta look at that. that. We got to do that. that. But it was nice just to have bigger crowds. There was definitely the buzzword bingos, which you're going to get a lot of that for sure. The last day there was the GA4 council. I won't say council, but GA4 training. I thought I booked my ticket in time to attend that, but I did not. So I did definitely miss that. (laughs) But before I jump into the meat of that one, I I do want to do a quick shout out to Vista Dashes that you guys, I was unaware of this, that you guys are actually having a, you guys are doing a full out summit or a a, summit, I'll call it a summit, a a conference here on, on June 14th through the 12th. And it's at, if you're unfamiliar with the incredible distillery in Lexington, Kentucky and we all know that Dan Moore. If there's going to be alcohol involved, it's going to be good alcohol. So we're, you guys are, so you're definitely going to check this out. And it will be quality. It will be quality. quality. It's, it's quick enough. And
2: There'll be quality and most likely there will be quantity. That's just kind of how that balance quality and quantity. You
0: for sure, for sure know that. I'm actually going to throw up the link here to that real quickly. This is where you can go register for it, but they're kicking off Monday night. And what I also liked about that is you're talking to all these different conferences going on is that this is really quick. Like, let's just get to the meat of it. Let's have some yep. fun and then go yep. home. There's no like, hey, let's just pound you with meetings and then have your head explode. So, the event is kicking off Monday evening at the Rabbit Hole Distillery. It's a private tour of the distillery. It's a great time to connect with obviously all of our industry friends. And not to mention, obviously, you know, there's going to be awesome food. I mean, once again, when there's involves Dan, there's going to be very, very good food. Yeah. And then yeah. Tuesday oh, is oh. going to be meetings at, gosh, El Toro. There we go. It's, El it's at oh. El Toro. Yep. If you're unfamiliar, just know they have a lot, a lot of data and yeah. a lot of good data. We'll leave it at that. And then Wednesday, that some more details will be coming, but then they go home Wednesday. So you're not being like overloaded with all of it, just inundated with meetings. So just wanted to do a quick thing on that one. So let's get into just some of my takeaways from DM- DMSC. So my first one was, is if I can get to the thing here, is that don't, forget the human aspect and I cannot stress this enough with all of the talk about whatever it is we are still humans at the end of the day it doesn't matter if it's AI doesn't matter if it's chat tbt or insert any acronym you want to throw in at this point it we still need us we still need yep. whatever it may be there are humans that are running it without that human connection without the human same This is the process that has to do this. We have to have all this. We have to have that human aspect to make everything run. And sometimes we just kind of forget about that and just think that the the AI or the technology is going to just take that over and and that's going to make everything work. You have to have the human aspect. Peter Smith here's budget targets and goals. Make sure your goals are achievable at 10 to 50% for your targets and out of 10, shoot for targets when you reach goals towards yourself. that was a big one for me. Is just that as everyone was talking, and James actually did a really good job talking. James cost did a really good job talking about this as well. The other one was is that for me was always. Oh, sorry. Well, we're going to skip yeah. over is always to inquire and uh, always continue to inquire. And this was one, especially for me. This hit home to me really, really hard. Is that we have so many incredible, whether whether as a dealer, whether as a vendor, whether whatever it is. How many times do we look at our our colleagues and say, "I talk to you all the time." I have no idea what the hell you do. Or you think you do, but you really have no idea. I was talking to Gino at with Dealer Process. We've talked multiple times. And I just go, hey, I know you have a new product coming out. And I actually really don't like I want to see what it does. That conversation evolved into this whole eye-opening, holy shit moment of I had no idea that your product could do this. I go, and I, I actually we go, I go, you need to come on the show because I don't think a lot of people even know that the back end of your tool can do this? He goes, I don't think they can. And then that goes into the next one of like, keep asking, never stop asking. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, this one Is to continue to, are we sufficiently inquiring? Do we truly copy in the roles of our, not only our vendor friends, but as dealers? Do we grasp the complete extent of our vendor services? I mean, Micah, you know as well as me, how many times does a dealer, or even as a, consul- as, whether you have a referral agreement or whatever it may be, that we cancel something because we just didn't understand what the heck it did and that's uh, that's really on us.
2: Yeah. Yeah, all the time. What what somebody else well here's the thing. It goes back to this. Somebody else signed up for something. They're not there or it, they, they got moved to a different department and now you're walking in and you're not familiar with it, you don't know what it is, and instead of taking the time to, all right, let's do a level reset. Let's go through the product, let's learn what your services are and get a full education on it. Do what do we have now? are we using it to its full capability? And what is that next offer that you have? Those are the questions that you should be asking if you're you're new to a product uh, that, or that you inherited is what do you do? Are we using it to its full extent? And what else do you have to offer? Because just asking those questions can then take you down that path of, oh, so you say that you're doing this, but yet I had a meeting with somebody else who's also doing that. So I've got duplication of efforts doubling my expenses so which one's going to be able to offer you not just what you're looking for but that next level of service it has the the path for growth that you want to be able to tap into so what is what is your roadmap what is it having those and asking those questions much like and and if you don't know the questions to ask create really good prompts on chat gpt <laughs> and start <laughs> saying what questions should what i should ask it? my vendor what's a great follow-up question and how can I as, ask and inquire? So create those prompts to ask the questions and it will help.
0: And I, I'll be the first to say that there have been times, not just once or twice, but many times, even when I'm preparing questions to ask my guests that I'll ask. And once again, you have to know the prompts to ask it, but you'll just get you know writer's block. And if you ask the right questions, like, man, I wouldn't even thought to ask that. So it a hundred percent works. But with that, it's just, I'll also say, is keep asking the question because like you said, you may ask one person and they'll tell you, Oh, Yeah. Our product does that. Okay. Now you may feel that it does, and maybe you're trying to make the sell, or maybe you were, you were told it does, but it may not actually do that. So keep asking the question, reach out to your network of friends and say, Hey, I know you have product XYZ. Does it actually do this? Uh, you know, we thought it did as well, but actually when you dive into it, it's not fully integrated or whatever it may be, but really do your research. So just keep asking those questions because for me, especially like that is just something I, that I looked at as just like, man, and it happens a lot that we get so caught up with our, our friends in the industry and you're like your buddy buddies. And you're like, Oh man, I don't. And I get the same question, Brooke, we know you from the podcast, we don't really know what you do though, so, so it goes both ways. Or even talk about it? Jeff is saying typically when you get a good rep at a company, you know they're going to get pro- uh, promoted in four months. Oh, that's a good one. I spend more time training the company on our strategy and bring the new person to, up to speed. That is really, really true, Jeff. That's a really good one. Je- Ash is saying it's easy to get excited on the initial demo, <laughs> but make sure you have the right key players involved that would uh, utilize the profit. How will they use it? Let them at, uh, ask the question, and encourage it. And you made a good a point. On our last call, our last time we met was like, "What does success look like to you?" I mean, that's something that I always say is, "Why? What may look like success to me doesn't look like success to you." So we we'll round this out here with the last one that I said uh, that I had in here is just, please, continue education is essential for personal yes. growth. Like this yeah. is something that's so big. So find find the conferences that work best for you. Like it may not be depending on what your where your aisle is, what your era, avenue is. One of these conferences might not be the best for you, but this one over here, use car week may be the best one for you. Find your lane, find what it is, but yeah. just don't stop learning. It is so imperative that you continue to grow. So those are my main big takeaways. And yeah, I think we did a pretty good job summing this up, Micah. I, I think yeah. we did. I think
2: we did. But I, I think that to tie, tie into what you said about continuing education, continuing to learn. Mm-hmm. The, the other aspect is don't just, and I'm going to throw this in there. Don't just learn your skills at what you're doing. Pick another subject, Oh yeah. pick man. something else to expand your mind. I'm, I'm a strong, a big proponent of fiction, of reading uh, science fiction, fantasy, stuff that makes you think and use your imagination. The more you can use your imagination, the more that you can expand, it's going to benefit you in your current role because yeah. you are now thinking differently. Pick up a different skill. I'm, you know I may I've decided that I'm going to pick up a skill. I'm not saying which one it is yet and but, but I will I will say that I have chosen it. but the whole idea is I need to learn something new, expand my mind so that I have more interest in what I'm currently doing too. So it's about finding those 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 mental breaks, but also being able to learn during those mental breaks with something different.
0: Yeah, well, and we'll round it out here Ashley saying to Jeff, "Yes, we are edu- we are educating our vendors more often than not, which is totally fine, but keeps me keep my support the same. Consider that their clients and don't overwhelm them with large book of business." Oh, that is I am a huge huge proponent on that one as well, Ashley. Support is key in keeping clients happy. So, whether you're a seasoned veteran, whether you're a novice to the field, it honestly doesn't matter when it comes to continuing to learn. Like you just got to continue yeah. to learn and whether it's from something like this, whether it's going to conference, but just, and if you're a, a head of a company, please ensure that your employees are getting the training they need, whether it's in-house, sending them to conferences. It, it, it pains me when I hear that they, that certain employees are having to take off PTO on their own dime send themselves to a conference and like hide away because their owner won't let them like, please let's, let's continue this education. It's so, 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 so key to continue to educate. Yeah. So Micah, I know we, we have done like in the past, so we're going to, we're going to change it up here to a very, very short round. Okay. For those that maybe be new to this, your personal link is obviously right down below here. Yep. How can everyone find you? How can they get in touch with you?
2: Okay. So LinkedIn, Micah Burkholtz, just like it's yeah. spelled there uh, at Dash. My email address is michaburkholzadvisa-dash.com. My phone number is 612-406-0877. That's 612-406-0877. That's how you can connect with me. I might be one of the only uh, people left in automotive that uh, is not on social media anymore. Different story for another time, but that's always that's always a fun conversation, especially with people like, how are you in digital marketing when you don't know social media? It's like... Another conversation. <laughs> um, but I would love to share with those for anybody that wants to ask. But, yeah, that's how you can connect with me. Best way, shoot me a text message if you have any questions. And uh, happy birthday uh, preemptively to Jeff, I guess. Yeah, um, happy the birthday, Jeff,
0: in and, and June yeah. 12th. A yeah. little bit away, but okay. Happy birthday.
2: There we go. All right. Yeah. All right. Uh,
0: so, okay. Yeah, that's, so,
2: that's how you can connect with me. Oh, and also hit that link for the uh, for the conference the one that we're the summit that we're doing in Louisville uh, what's great about that is we are keeping it small we are we're, we are purposefully looking for, to keep this small keeping this intimate so it's not a whole bunch of people we want to keep this small specifically uh, so that there's there's good conversations once again quality and
0: quantity that's going to go hand in hand together so. And it will be in the show notes. I know right here in the show notes, I will have that as well. It will definitely be there. So, all right. So when it comes to conferences, what is your main takeaway? When you go into a conference, what are you looking to, how how do you keep your mind sharp? And how do you you take away those things that you've learned and how do you take away and make sure you continue to implement them?
2: So... I look for uh, I look for something new, um, somebody that I haven't seen, somebody because we we go from conference to conference and we sit and listen to the same people. In many cases, we we hear a lot of the same talking points. Um, so by finding somebody I'm not aware that I've never met before, uh, somebody that is talking about a subject that's new to me or different to me, um, I look for those people. I look specifically for them. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Not no. the it's got the <laughs> Duck Dynasty. Did they go there? There we go. Got it. All right. So
0: and the else. <laughs> there we
2: go. All right. Well, I I know uh I got that going for me. So that's
0: no from Conference of Duck Dynasty. Okay, sorry, continue. Yeah, that's okay.
2: That's okay. So I I look for somebody that's news that's talking about a subject. Like uh uh Beth Mac that we met at uh, uh summer camp. Uh, never met her before. Haven't heard her speak before, didn't know what she was going to be talking about, uh, but hearing her, she actually changed up uh, what she was going to talk about uh, the last minute to switch it to the storytelling. So I found extreme value in her sharing the PIP uh, the pip decks is, is one of the things. Now, what do I do to ensure is making knowing that I went to places that are new ideas and new people that I've never met before, it's fresh. Because if we keep on hearing the same thing over from the same people over and over again, we're going to go and be like, oh, it all kind of blends together. But now I have very specific key points. I took notes quite a bit on my phone, especially with Dave Hudson, uh, on what type of equipment, different, uh, different tools to utilize, different software. So, and here's the other thing. I didn't, I didn't, where is it? So one gentleman that, uh, that wasn't there uh, participating, but he was a sales trainer. I've never met him before. And he said nice. leading and managing unbreakable teams. So now I've got his guide and I'm gonna dive into this. It was it's an, it's exceptional. Once again, there's no digital transfer, there's no screen. So they handed out no books, real books. And so yeah, I had Funny to make concept, room in my yeah, concept. so I had I had to make room in my luggage so that I could get it, but because this is something new, something different. I'm now going to be able to dive in, learn more about this person, what he does, what his company does, um, and some of the guides that he can share. Now, I may agree with it. I may disagree with it, uh, but it's good information. And because it's different, it's going to be fresh.
0: I think we'll end on that one. Like, we're right, because I just had you on. I was like, oh, we want to do something different. Like, let's make it more intuitive. Like, hey, some people go to conferences. And you forget like I don't even know how to. A lot of people are like I just go and there, but then you forget everything. So I always yeah, I love that. I love it, I love it. Yeah.
2: Oh, and I gotta say, yeah, they did. Uh, they did go into my Halloween costume.
0: Yeah, I, 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 I may, saw that.
2: May have had a Halloween costume that that I uh, went and visited Ashley at work with on Halloween when I did a, had a meeting with uh, with the team there. So,
0: yeah. um, it's pretty epic. Is all I'm gonna say. It's there you pretty go. epic. <laughs> Oh, Micah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Yep. For P- PCG, Brian Pash, the entire Pash family and team, putting on DMS. any conference is not easy yeah. to put on. So thank you for all the hard work and dedication behind this and making it happen. Dealer Knows, Dealer Knows team, Joe, up the entire team there putting on Go that once it. again. Yep. Phenomenal De- job and yeah. just great. Just thank you for all the hard work. At any time putting on a conference, just thank you so much. And and thank you for you for, for coming on the show and, and doing this. I super appreciate it. And the Vista Dash team, and like I said, get your tickets. They're, they're going fast, so. Hopefully see you guys there. And with that, everyone, we're, we're going to sign off here and, and, and go rest my voice more or less. So hopefully have a voice in the next little bit. But as oh. always, as always, find a way to serve today, for everyone. Find a way to help somebody, whether that's a kind smile, whether that's opening a door, going to Memorial Weekend. So there's so many ways to serve. And with that, Micah, have a wonderful rest of your weekend. We'll see you soon. You've been listening to Facts Not Feelings with Brooke Furness. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you haven't already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Leave us a rating. If you know a friend or a colleague will benefit from today's episode, share it with them. Until next week, find a way to serve someone. Find a way to help your neighbor. Remember, we are all in this together.